Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 653 of our trek, and time for our Philosophy Friday series. Each Friday, we will ponder some of the basic truths and mysteries of life and how they can impact us in creating our living legacies. For the next several weeks, we will focus on how to live with less fear. We will explore the trails in our trek of life that will help us to be fearless. This does not imply that we will reach a point where we are completely without fear, and that it's not only impossible, it is also not wise. There is a time and a place for an appropriate level of fear, but most of the fear that we experience on a daily basis has no grounding and can be eliminated as we grow in wisdom, insight, and understanding. So our objective for these next several Fridays is to experience a fearless Friday on our trek of life. Today is the second trail on our trek covering Imagine a Life Without Fear. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. As mentioned in previous treks, on July 8th, I suffered a fall from a ladder that fractured my upper femur bone. I am focusing the next few Tuesdays and Thursday Wisdom Nugget episodes, sharing my story of the accident and recovery. The story begins with wisdom-trek.com forward slash day 645. A major life event such as this strikes fear into our hearts and how our lives will change and how it could have been even worse. Last Friday, we started a series focusing on imagining a life without fear. And the focus of our trek today is, why are we afraid? In Matthew chapter 8, verse 26, Jesus asked his disciples who were in a boat with him in the middle of a violent storm, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. At first glance of this verse, if you were one of the disciples in the boat with him, you would be thinking, Jesus, are you serious? Is he kidding, teasing, or being sarcastic? This is kind of like one swimmer asking another, why are you wet? I don't think Jesus was smiling, though. He was very earnest. So are the men whom he asked the question. This storm has turned a Galilean dinner cruise into a white-knuckle plunge that was so severe that even seasoned fishermen were scared to death. Here's how the Apostle Matthew remembers the trip in Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 and 24. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake, with the waves breaking into the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. His disciples went and woke him, shouting, Lord, save us! We're going to drown! Matthew remembered well the pouncing tempest and the bouncing boat and was very careful in his choice of wording here. The English word fierce storm minimizes the actual word that Matthew chose from the Greek language. Matthew chose the word seismos, a quake, trembling eruption in sea and sky. We could translate this verse as a great seismos arose on the lake. Now a seismograph is an instrument that we currently use to measure earthquakes. The disciples in the boat had sudden fear, the kind that makes you go pale or even faint, a fear that leaves you unable to speak or scream. Not all storms come up so suddenly. Prairie farmers in the U.S. or hunters on the Serengeti can see the formation of thunderclouds hours before the rain. This storm, however, springs like a lion out of the grass. One minute the disciples are playing dice on the deck, and the next thing they are drenched with waves as the boat rides over the mountains and the valleys of water. Peter and John were seasoned sailors and must have struggled to get the sails down in time. Matthew, the tax collector who was a land lover, was not so used to this type of storm and probably struggled just to keep his dinner down. Although there was some passage of time from leaving the shore, at least enough for Jesus to fall into a deep sleep, this storm rose up almost instantaneously. 
The disciples must have thought, how could this be happening to them? In obedience, they followed Jesus into the boat. This is a not-so-subtle and not-too-popular reminder. As a Christ follower, we follow him through the calmest of days and the fiercest of storms. As another character in this story, the disciple John relays Jesus' words to us in John chapter 16, verse 33. I have told you all this, that you may have peace in me. Here on earth will be many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. We as Christ followers have granddaughters who contract leukemia, or family members who fall and break their femur bone in a freak accident, or suffer financial losses, or bury loved ones. As a result, we as Christ followers face some real fears just like the disciples in the boat. It is not the absence of storms that sets us apart, it's whom we discover in the storm, which is the unstirred Christ. Was Jesus ever concerned about the storm? After all, it said in the passage that Jesus was sleeping. How dare he? Doesn't he even care? It was more than just sleeping. In the good news according to Mark, this same story tells us in chapter 4 verse 38, Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? To understand more fully where Jesus was on the boat, we need to understand a little bit about the boat. First century fishermen used large, heavy nets, which they would hang vertically over the ship while they were fishing. When they were not in use, they were stored in a nook below the deck in the back of the boat. It was the most enclosed and the only protected part of the boat. So Jesus, weary after a day of ministry, crawled beneath the deck to get some sleep. Now his pillow was not likely anything soft, but a heavy sand-filled ballast bag, which was used to stabilize the boat while they were fishing. Jesus was probably very worn out, but he may have also had full knowledge of the coming storm and the lessons that were to be taught through it. Regardless, Jesus decided to crawl into the nook and take a much-needed nap. Once the storm hits, the disciples were very troubled by Jesus' choice to sleep. Not only that, he did not even wake up when the storm hit. The disciples had to wake him up with shouts of fear. Their urgent pleas are recorded in Matthew chapter 8, verse 25. Lord, save us! We're going to drown! Mark even questions whether he cares in chapter 4, verse 38. Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? It is interesting what we pray for in times of storms in our life. The disciples did the same thing. They did not ask Jesus about his strength. Can you still the storm? Or his knowledge? Are you aware of the storm? Or his know-how? Do you have any experience within a storm? The same thoughts rise up in our minds as in the minds of the disciples on that stormy day. The question is, don't you care? Fear does this to us. It's the destroyer of our faith. We are all too familiar why we are afraid. The question is, what are we going to do about it? Next Friday, we'll explore deeper into the subject of fear and ask the question, does God really care? I know that you'll find these insights interesting and profitable in living your rich and satisfying life. Our next trek, though, will be MindShift Monday, where we will help you to live differently by thinking differently. So encourage your friends and family to join us and come along with us on Monday for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily treks or read their associated journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek is downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek Podcast and Journal. 
And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you on Monday.